this is the most insane market I've ever seen. Last week, the Nasdaq just hit all-time highs. All-time highs in the middle of a world-ending global pandemic, the market hit all-time highs for the Nasdaq. Now, I'm sorry, but even if you were a fortune teller, you could have not predicted we'd have rebounded that fast. I remember in February, March time when the market was dropping every day and I was still buying. Literally every time I clicked that buy button, it made me sick. I, I wanted to throw up. The market was down 25 percent. And I'm like, this could literally drop another 30 percent. Like in my mind, there, there was absolutely no way it was going up. However, I told myself to average down and man. I'm glad I did because while the emotional gut reaction was telling me not to buy, the logical path of my brain said, you got to buy triple leveraged ETFs. And now the market hit all-time highs. My portfolio went down, it went down like 10, 20%, and now I'm up like 25%. It, absolutely ridiculous. So in this video, I wanted to tell you guys how we should go around, or well, at least how I am going to go about reallocating my portfolio and how I'm going to play this all-time highs. Hi, my name is Fly Stu. This is Uneducated Investor Podcast. You are listening. Make sure to hit that review button on iTunes. Just go to your phone, hit five stars. Just click the podcast, scroll down, click five stars. Take super quick on the Apple iPhone. And we... I don't remember my my whole what's my slogan again? Oh yeah, it's like let's get better investing together. See, that's how long I haven't been actually doing these. I don't even remember my slogans anymore. Anyways, I digress. This market has a lot of people scratching their heads. Me included. Like last week, I did not picture the market going to like 3,200. 3,100 was my absolute max, but if you didn't know on Friday, the U.S. reported its non-farm payrolls report and its unemployment report, essentially showing the unemployment rate in the United States. And while analysts and people working in fancy suits and big positions and economists, they all predicted an employment rate of around 20%. The unemployment rate came back and it was only 13%, which is fantastic news for the economy. And I know you're thinking 13%, that's still crazy, that's still ridiculous. But we never expected those temporary layoffs, those people to start working so fast again. So the market took this news and exploded to new heights. Now, this is an interesting spot because I remember watching a video and there was a guy who literally took all his money out of the market like a week and a half ago. And I couldn't believe what he's doing. It made sense somewhat. But the number one rule of the market is you should never try to time the market. You should never make rash decisions with your whole million dollar portfolio that fast. So the way I play these moments is I try to rearrange my portfolio allocation, especially when you see all this crazy volatility in the market. Just real allocate the portfolio allocation and try to have the best allocation. I will capture the gains the best and accept that your portfolio is going to go down if the market goes down. There's nothing wrong with that. 
So the first thing that I did was I had 20% of my portfolio in triple leveraged ETFs. That's ETFs where if the market goes up $1, I get $3 back. If it goes down $1, I lose $3, basically. I sold around 15 to 18% of my triple leveraged ETFs. Because now that the market's going up so much, I want to lock in those gains. Just want to lock them in, invest in simple stocks, and be a bit safer. The next thing I did is I started selling a lot of my normal ETFs, especially ones that are S&P 500. I started selling a lot of my Carnival cruise stocks positions, a lot of my Delta Airlines positions. And that's because these positions, while they have tremendous upsides, they also have the biggest downside. If the coronavirus comes back, which people are going to be really sensitive to the news in October, any sort of increase in cases in October, November times, and people are expecting that wave two is going to really hit the stock markets badly. I just want to lock in those somewhat gains now and take that heavy risk out of my portfolio. I don't need it. I already have good gains on the year. I can focus on investing in great companies. The next thing I did is a lot of my big winners like Facebook, Facebook went up like, man, I must have bought it like, what was it? It was something crazy. I bought it like 160, like a bunch worth, like 10% of my portfolio. Now it's at 230. Absolute winner. I wanted to scale a bit of that back, take some of the cash so I can invest in more. But the biggest thing that I'm investing right now that I think is going to be just an absolutely easy investment. Of course, I don't know anything. I don't know what's going to happen. And this is not really financial advice. It's just what I'm doing with my portfolio is I'm going to start putting more of my money into gold. Um, I think in any situation that I can see, whether we have massive inflation, whether we <clears throat> the market dips, or even if the market goes up, I think just because there's so much uncertainty in the market, Gold is just such an easy store of value. Whether gold goes up or gold barely goes down, I think it will store the value that you put in it very well. And I'm predicting at least an average return of 7% because that's what it's done every year, 7%. So I bought some GLD. That's a stock ticker I use. I also use UGold, UGLD for that triple leverage fund. <clears throat> and right now I'm at around 5%. I wouldn't mind getting that up to 10%. Um, I think that's a very easy uh, investment. Um, and that's basically my, my only move I have right now is just going into gold. I'm looking for other good, um, market, um, stocks to get into the one that I'm in a lot is Microsoft and I want to add more to my position, but right now I'm really waiting for any five to 7% dip to add like real positions. And then as soon as that happens, I'm looking at Microsoft options. I want Microsoft options. Um, that expire right after their Q2 earnings. Also, I want some Microsoft options that are around like a year and a half out. I think that Microsoft is just poised, especially because of their um, their cloud uh, business and you know their cloud um, their whole their whole cloud business helping companies in that aspect. I, I think it's just they they're just locking in contracts. Like they're going to be a heavy player as all of these companies need those type of services. So Microsoft just seems like such an easy, safe, you know it's going to outperform. And because it's out of all the FANG stocks, even though it's already at all-time highs, out of all the FANG stocks, I believe they have the, the most upside because Facebook already exploded, Amazon already exploded, uh, Google you know, is in a tough spot because of you know advertiser revenue, and of course Netflix has already exploded. 
Um, so it's really just Microsoft everyone's waiting for now. Apple's been doing great and phenomenal. Um, so Microsoft just seems to be the one. But that's how I'm going to play it. I'm going to keep you guys updated. I'm going to let you know if I make a $10 trillion. And um, hopefully... You guys kill this market as well. Let me know what your picks, what you're looking at. Are you going crazy buying those airline stocks and making billions of dollars? Or are you keeping a little bit more chill? Anyways, this has been your boy, Fly Stu. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. Make sure to give a five-star review on iTunes. If you want to hit me up, it's at Fly Stu on Twitter. And we, Flight Crew, have to take off.